Couple who acts for female embryo sues fertility clinic over a baby boy. Heather Wilhelm Rottenberg said she would only have kids with her wife, Robin Robbie Rottenberg Wilhelm, if they could have girls, because Heather was still traumatized from being sexually assaulted on two different occasions after college. Here's the thing. It takes a sperm and it takes an egg to make a child. So, and, you know, you're getting it, you're, this is the thing. You say you've been abused, okay, you've been assaulted, and you're trying to say that I will only have girl children. You don't get to decide that. You don't. However the genes work out, you will have a boy or a girl. You don't get to decide that. Okay? And if it was that traumatic for you, you know, I don't think this person really got counseling. You shouldn't have kids. You shouldn't, because that she has an unrealistic expectation. Heather and Robbie say that the CNY Fertility Clinic in Latham, New York, assured the Buffalo couple it would not be a problem. The lab could determine the sex of the embryo, creating using an egg from Robbie and donor sperm, again, the sperm, before it was transferred to Heather. But when Heather was 15 weeks pregnant, has been assured by the claim that the embryo was female. She says they found out it was car- she was carrying a boy. The news sent her into a dark depression. After her, their son's birth in December 2020, Heather became suicidal and wasn't able to bond with the baby. Now, with the help of Eric Rubel of Warshaw Bernstein LLP, Heather and Robbie are suing CNY on 11 counts, including breach of contract, medical malpractice, and battery. Here, Heather tells AM... Amy Klein, how much she loves her son and what it's like to have a pregnancy, a new motherhood that traumatizes you. Look, please give this, please search out a nice heterosexual couple that will actually treat this kid with love and actually understands that that kid has to be a boy. Please. I was always afraid of hospitals and I have a lot of physical pain during medical procedures on my reproductive region. So we thought we would start um, reciprocal IVF with Robbie carrying my daughter. She got pregnant, but at eight to 10 weeks, we found out the baby wasn't growing. Seeing the look on devastation on Robbie's face after the miscarriage made me feel so helpless. I said, we have to do it. And we started my IVF cycle that day to carry her baby. I got pregnant on the first try and I was very excited. I felt like a badass, like I was doing something for my family. We felt attached to this baby girl and it was going to it was going to be a tiny Robbie, which was the best part. I 
at our 15-week appointment with our OBGYN, the doctor wanted to check the results of the Q-natal test, a diagnostic blood test to rule out the chromosomal abnormalities, which also discloses the baby's sex. She said, wait, do you know the sex of the baby? We're having a girl, I said. It's very important to me to have a girl. She said, that's not what this says. Our jaws dropped to the floor. I was convinced it had been someone else's fault. I looked at Robbie and said, what if it's not yours? What if it's who's in my body? That's when I flipped out and that's when I felt my body was taken hostage. I assumed it was someone else's embryo, not the wrong embryo of ours. It scared the S out of me. I don't know how to explain this. Felt like there was an alien inside me. Wow. I said to Robbie, if this is someone else's kid, we'll have to give it back. Uh, ROB offered us the option to abort. I respect others' decisions, but that was never a choice I could make in these circumstances. I was hoping beyond hope someone would have our baby. We would switch after birth, and it would be our happy story. We scheduled for an ultrasound for the next day. That was the worst night of my life. I had this overwhelming sense of immobility. I remember lying in my bedroom thinking, this can't be happening. Not only was the baby in my body, not ours, but the baby is in my body, was a male, and he was put, in the, and he was put there against my will, just like rape. Kim, this is what I'm saying, man. This is what I'm saying. A lot of these women who want to go to the alphabet lifestyle, they suffer some sort of uh, traumatic experience. And that's the reason why they are in that lifestyle. Okay? And some of them just shouldn't be having kids. They shouldn't at all. No, no kids. I started having flashbacks. I was waiting in the bed, which was what I was doing both times when I got assaulted. Robbie was afraid to leave me alone. We had just had to wait till the next morning to find out if the baby was male. I was dumbfounding and it was dumbfounding and traumatizing. I met Robbie at SUNY Geneso as undergrads in 2002. One day during an internship, we were asked to act out a scene as a couple. We were directed to hold hands and we were holding hands at the end of the class. After I broke up with my girlfriend, we were dating. We started dating. There was a brief time post-college. We, were, we weren't together. During that period of time, two different male acquaintances assaulted me. Rob and I got back together in 2008 and married in 2012 before I wavered for a long time. I would choose to have children, but we talked about what our family would look like, two daughters, and I thought maybe if I'm brave enough, we'll have a family. I see nothing about getting counseling, getting help. A lot of women do not get help after these uh, traumatic events happen, and that's a problem. When my sister told me she was trying to have a baby with her husband, she said, I can have a baby that's partially my favorite person. And I realized, oh my gosh, I could carry Robbie's baby. I imagined a tiny little Robbie in my body. And that felt very safe and excited. We retrieve, when we retrieved both of our eggs for IVF, we were 35 and considered advanced maternal age. We wanted to minimize the risk of anything going wrong. So the clinic recommended genetic testing of the embryos. We selected CNY because they agreed we would be able to select female embryos. We never intended to use males. 
We didn't want to have a boy because of the assaults, because of the socialization of boys. There are constant socialization of what it means to be a real man. People say, oh, he's a boy, let him hit you. And oh, all the camouflage and guns don't help. It reinforces masculinity, and that's a reminder of the assaults. Oh, come on now. Oh, gosh. <sighs> Feminism is just, it's, it's just, it's annoying, man. It's annoying. After we found out I was carrying a boy, the internal investigation to determine whose embryo it was took seven weeks. I was convinced the whole time it wasn't ours because the clinic knew not to transfer a male. It wasn't a preference. It was a need. During that time, I had no connection to the baby inside. I figured I would be giving it away to its real parents. I tried not to think about being a parent. This kid's going to be so messed up. Seven weeks later, we got an email that this was our embryo. It was... It was indeed male, and it was indeed related to Robbie. No one else had our baby. There was no male, female baby coming. It brought up the loss of our first baby, like she died again. I was so furious, I felt like a deeper trail. How the F do you mess up that bad? They messed up something so integral. The fact that there are no legal requirements about these procedures should strike fear in the hearts of all parents using fertility services. Meanwhile, our family and friends were also happy. Nobody understood the complexity of my feelings. And that was the most isolating thing, that we had a healthy baby, but I had no emotional connection. And now I have to wrap my head around having a child forever. That wasn't, that wasn't planning on it. The whole pregnancy, I couldn't connect to the baby. I hate saying that. It's painful. It was a terrible experience. About 27 weeks pregnant, I started bleeding and was rushed to the emergency room. And I had a placental abruption. Later, I found hap found happenings to someone who suffered physical trauma or stress. I was put on a modified bed rest. I wanted the baby for out of me. That sounds horrible, but it's true. We were so worried about me going through the deep end. We didn't talk about the baby unless we had to. Wow. Wow. Didn't talk about the baby unless you had to. Like it's some sort of... It didn't ask to be here. It didn't ask to be here at all. Our son was born in December of 2020 and placed in NICU. We went to see him every day, every single day for 19 days at home. I was trying to, be, trying to breastfeed him, but it was really hard. I wanted skin-to-skin -skin connection, but I ended up wearing things so... He couldn't touch my chest. When he did, it sent electric shockwaves to me. I started experiencing extreme anxiety. I would look at the baby, and it would contort in faces of these grown men that I know. It was so creepy whenever that happened. I have to give the baby to Robbie. I, I, I really think, like, the alphabet lifestyle is... It's a mental illness. Sorry, that's what I see, and... It's sad that you feel this way about a child that done nothing to you. And you didn't decide to go get help, serious counseling, before wanting to have a baby. And I literally thought I was going insane. There were several incidents of suicidal ideation, some of which were very dangerous and had a complex postpartum depression. I never wanted to come off ungrateful. If I was, he wouldn't be here. 
The baby is a year and a half now, and I think about the mistake all the time. Uh, he's a lovely kid. He smiles just like Robbie. He has Robbie's dimples. And that makes it easier. Our son is made of magic. He does things to be funny. He'll use certain tones of voice, laugh to make us crack up. He's hilarious, and he's been an easy baby. I think we connect on our similarities. He's a very compassionate kid. I used to bring him into the garden when he was in my belly and tell him what I was planting. And now we both love trees and both love dogs. I feel like I love him and how he's feeling when it's just us. It's amazing. But when we're out in the world, he's a symbol of something being socialized as some people who did bad stuff. <sighs> it's just sad, man. I feel immense guilt and shame because I wasn't able to be emotionally present for him. I don't want to play victim. He's an innocent being. He didn't deserve any of this. The clinic messed with something so integral. Our baby's first informative years. That's the reason I'm doing this. Because I love my kids so much. We think our son deserves that bond from the start. Wow, you couldn't think about that? During this time, we didn't know the baby was ours. When we thought we were carrying someone else's child, I had the same experience as Heather trying to connect with the baby. After we found out it wasn't a girl and it was our baby boy, it wasn't like a light switch turned on. Even though I don't have Heather's trauma and re-traumatization, it was also hard to connect. Hard for me to connect. It's not only about the in utero or birth experience, it's about the socialization that a baby has in the world. Even while we fight against the social norms, this repeated narrative of forced masculinity, and we did not sign up for that. This is just sad to read, man. It's a reminder for me and Heather of that pain, and I shared with Heather as she was going through, I was going through it, and I share Heather's pain, and I didn't get to have the celebrated chapter that many people do when they have a baby. This is the only child we will have with a genetic material, and it was a terrible experience. That changed when we met him and had an opportunity to hold him. We both love our child, but we have to work harder than anyone else should have to work to make sure we are all alive. It's sad, man. It's sad how they, you know, this feminist indoctrination has them demonizing boys. Who knows? Maybe these this couple will learn to appreciate masculinity. And maybe they'll be, you know, they will have, uh, they'll have people in their lives, men, that will tell them how it's beautiful to be a man and how you have a blessing of a baby boy to take care of you and protect you when you get old and up in age. This war on masculinity got to stop. It really does. Because it's really pathetic. It really is. Tell me what you think in the comments. What do you think about this situation? Let me know. Like, share, comment, subscribe. Later.